Well, hey there, friend. I'm so excited you've decided to join me again today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. So as you know, I work with hundreds of boutique owners and inventory-based businesses around the country. And I love nothing better than to tell their success story to you right alongside them. And that's what we're gonna hear today. So today on the podcast, I'm gonna be interviewing one of my coaching clients. I not only have one-on-one coaching clients, I have coaching clients that participate in the Boutique Workshop membership, as well as my Mastermind Accelerator group. And today you're gonna hear from one of those boutique business owners. So sit back, relax, enjoy this conversation. And if you'd love to work with me, make sure to reach out to me using the email that you can find in the show notes. As always, I want to invite you to come on over and join us as together we learn and grow in the Boutique Collective. Now, let's enjoy today's conversation. Hey, welcome to the Boutique Workshop podcast, everyone. I am your host, Sierra, and I'm so excited today to be visiting with Michelle, who is a small business owner, a boutique owner, in fact, and she's going to be chatting with us today just about her small business journey, what she's got going on in her boutique, and um, is going to leave us with some words of advice, too, at the end of our conversation. So thanks for joining me today, Michelle. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Hey, and nobody can see the video, but you look very fall. You have like a beautiful fall shirt on. We got some new tops last week and I really tried to not take everything. Yeah, that's a struggle when you see it all first. But this one I grabbed and um, we're loving it. Yes. Yeah, it's very pretty on you. I love that. I love fall colors. I've always liked fall clothing the best in boutiques, the sweaters and the boots and all I of love it. to oh. layer. I'm um, a curvy girl, so I like my layers. Yes, love it. Well, we get to visit with you about your boutique, which is growing. You have a unique business model. Yeah. So tell us all, tell us your story. Tell us what you've got going on. Um, in 2005, I was um, shopping for scrapbook supplies with a friend. And I said, we just need to open our own store. And she said, well, why don't you? And I kind of thought, I don't know. Why don't I? Yep. So my journey started with a little corner scrapbook store. Um, and it quickly evolved into a print shop. Um, and fast forward, it had to be about 2015. Um, I saw a heat press for sale on a Facebook marketplace. Okay. Um, and I messaged with husband, um, and I'm like, should we do this? There's nobody offering, um, team apparel, custom apparel in our little small town. So we started doing, um, custom apparel. Um, and then that was going well, that, um, grew the business considerably, my little brick and mortar. Um, small town, we have probably about 3,000, 3,500 people. Okay. So you're in a small community. Very small. Um, so we started doing the team apparel. Well, COVID is kind of a funny thing. Um, COVID there were no teams. There was no school. Um, Right. Pretty much, um, killed that entire layer of the business. Um, so my manager, um, and best buddy, Danielle, we got creative. Um, and we played with some boutique styles a little bit. Um, 
And I tell everybody COVID brought me a boutique. Um, our ladies, local ladies loved buying from our live sales. Um, so we kind of took um, that and ran with it. Um, and we've grown and grown and grown. And I'm really excited. I got the keys to a 6,000 square foot, 1956 wow. Masonic Lodge on Friday. So we have um, officially outgrown our little 1,200 square foot space. Um, and we are growing, growing, growing. I love it. Well, yeah. this morning in the accelerator, we, um, I have a mastermind program and we did our small group call and we were talking about the phases of growth startup and then you've got growth and then you have maturity. And then a lot of times businesses will decline and that's where they'll reinvent themselves. Yeah. You were in growth maturity and now you're in growth phase again. <laughs> you're kind of backing into that with, what are you going to do with all that space? What's your plan? Well, um, I am a recent empty nester. Okay. Um, husband and I, he owns a business for hustlers. We are, we collect businesses. My 17 year old daughter opened a business. Um, so we're definitely not uh, new to the entrepreneurial um, spirit of life. Um, and we just recognized I can't grow where I'm at in my little um, brick and mortar. It's too yeah. small. If we really want to hit the next level, um, we're going to have to take a little bit of a risk, a 6,000 square foot. Right. Risk. You're right. But he's also wanting to retire. And we knew the next step needed to include some sort of rental income. Okay. So looked at a retail space with some apartments up above. That didn't work out. Um, and we very prayerfully considered this other location also. Um, I sent a letter um, to a business owner um, that's not even in the community. I said, look, I'm growing. Do you want to sell your space? Okay. Um, and I had a phone call back immediately. And so we will have an event space rental in the downstairs. Awesome. 3000 square foot downstairs. And my retail store up above will be 3000 square feet. So I love it. Super excited. It's a beautiful space, but lots of work to do. Yes. Well, it, that kind of brings me to the thought of taking risks in business calculated risks. So you said you're hustlers, you're willing to try things that are new. You didn't go in like rosy glasses. We'll just do this without thinking, but you also were willing to say, we've got to make it work. Let's think creatively. What are the steps that you go through when you need to take a calculated risk? Like how do you process through growth, which can be scary, but we've got to do it. We have to take those risks, if you will. What are your processes for that? Uh, road trips. Okay. Road trips. Um, lots of talking and thinking, right? Lots of windshield time. Yes. Yeah. Husband and I are really good about just back and forth of what do you think of this? He's ultimately my sounding board, but also my manager, my buddy, Danielle, um, we really put our heads together a lot. Um, she loves the boutique world. Um, she follows a lot of boutiques. Um, so she can kind of see what people like and what works. Yeah. Um, but we know we've got some great inventory and right now the space takes up probably about 500 square foot and it is so, um, socked in there. So tight. You yeah. can't even see a lot of the beautiful pieces. Right. Uh, so we kind of knew it was next up. So we've just really taken it, um, from a non-emotional standpoint, like, um, the apartment building that we liked. Um, would have needed a lot of work, but we just were very prayerful and okay, 
Um, yeah. God, if this is what you want for us, it'll work out. And it didn't. And, and then you let it go. And we let it go. And that's okay. And yeah. that's okay. Now this next one um, that we just purchased, it has kind of been scary at how easy it has gone. Yep. Um, like oddly, oddly, it's just literally doors have opened over and over and over. Um, so yeah, we just, we, I, I listen to the podcast, any business podcast I can love yours. Um, it's great for taking walks. Um, um, so I take my walks usually in the evenings. I listen to my business podcast, my boutique podcast, and really think of what can move the needle. And so I try to not do anything without, I don't jump little, little, um, little steps. Little yeah. Steps. Yeah. One foot in front of the other, but yeah. I will say like you took the initiative, so it's been easy, but you sent that letter. And I think sometimes we just wait for things to fall in our lap or we talk a lot, you know, this would be uh-huh. nice. This would be so great. Well, we have to take the initiative. If we're business owners, we have to take that initiative. And then those other pieces may or may not fall into place. Um, I know you talk a lot about your team member. Your manager is awesome. So, hey, and she's, she's sitting here. You guys can't see the video, but she's listening in. She's eavesdropping. Yeah, no, it's all good. Tell me, um, tell me about building a team. Like what, why are you so successful in finding someone that's so fabulous that understands your business is a great counterpart to you? What words of advice could you give if someone's hiring for the first time? or maybe they're expanding their team? Um, in a small town, it's hard to hire. You know everybody. Right. You know it works. You see their crazy social media. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, I took a risk with someone that I didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. I knew she needed some hours and I'm like, okay, let's, let's try this. I'm, I'm growing to the next level of I can't do it all. Um, what's it been three years? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been, July was three years. Okay. Um, and we've grown to a level of we're best buddies. We have fun. Um, our lives we do together and we totally play off of each other. Um, but we're not opposites, but we're kind of opposites. Um, she's as flashy and bright as I am more subdued. Um, I don't mind being in the background. Um, um, I have found my lane and she, and I let her stay in her lane. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. I have found my strengths and I stay in them and things that she has more strength at than I do. I let it go. Right. Things so you're confident she, in who you are yeah. and living in that space and you're letting yeah. your best team member be confident in who she is. Correct. Uh, I'm very transparent. Um, with her as manager, I'm not the other employees, but I'm very transparent in, okay, this is financially about where we're at. These are the sales we did. Um, these are, I think how we can move the needle, the needle just a little bit more. Um, I can be pretty open with, okay, I need to not help customers up front today because my time is better spent, um, working some of those email flows or right. um, really digging into some numbers in the background. We can 
really identify where each of our time is best spent and go with that. Uh, and some things um, when it comes to dressing a mannequin or merchandising, uh, we laugh about this. I don't even try. Okay. <laughs> she is better at those details. I'm like, throw a shirt on the mannequin. It's fine. And she's got the back clipped to make it look shapely. She's thrown on the jeans with it. She's put a hat. Like, I know how to stay in my lane and I know what I'm good at. Yeah. And I know what she is good at. And so we can do that. But also when it comes to ordering um, our styles, I have to be careful to not buy all the dark navy and the right. and um, the florals. She hops in there like, okay, no, if we, if we buy this floral top, we also have to buy the tie dye or sure. we also have to buy the neon. And I'm like, that neon shirt is hideous. And she's like, watch this. And we bring in this hideous neon tank top and it flipping sold out. I could have... <laughs> You never would have guessed that would happen. Oh, my Lord. So we're a good team and we even each other out, but I'm also, we're, I, I'm transparent. We, we talk and we know, um, our strengths and, and that's where we stay. We stay in our, in our strengths lane. I so, love that. Well, I like yeah. what you're saying. You mentioned a couple of times about being transparent because I find when I talk to boutique owners, a lot of times, majority of them do not want to share any information with their people. And I understand when you have that part-time, oh, yeah. she works three hours on Saturday, yeah. whatever. She doesn't need to know everything, but I'm a firm believer just like you, that if you have leadership team members, you have to give them information. We have to get to a place where we trust yes. the people that we hired because yes. they really can't do their job to its fullest if we're always cynical and yes. nervous. Um, so talk about that a little more. Was this a struggle with you or have you always been transparent or have you gotten more and more comfortable? How could you encourage some people that might say, oh my goodness, I don't want them to see what I you know, paid for it or whatever. Well, the they need to know what you paid for it because they need to know. I think for a long time, I, well, I had an employee at her mindset was, we're doing you a favor. It's okay. Let me drop that price a little bit. I'm doing you a favor. And it came to some growth in me as learning to be an employer and learning to deal with employees of your employees are only as good as you make them. They're only as good as you train them. Yes. Um, yes. If you have an employee that's not doing well, look in the mirror. You yes. Oh my goodness. You haven't communicated. You haven't, um, they need to know why you're not buying all the shiny new sparkly things. January 1st, right. well, January 1st, there's money in the bank, but January 15th after Christmas, there's not money. There's not cash flow like, like usual. Yeah. Um, so it's having that transparency. Um, to know the numbers and know what things cost and being able to say, well, no, we need to not do the two times markup on this, or, Hey, we've got a little bit more room in this. I think we can get two and a half times. Yeah. And I'm pretty good about listening, or I should say, I'm pretty good about listening when she says, yeah, no, we can't, we can't get that for that. Okay. Or we're just, we're pretty open and honest. She needs to know the numbers to know, um, to know the health of the business and she yeah. is a huge part of the health of the business. 
And I think yeah. it's so important for our team members to know, you know, if we give them a goal, we are, we're going to do 20 grand this month and this is your goal or 50,000 or 10. Okay. That's a lot of money. Shouldn't I get a pay raise? Shouldn't I? Yeah. But when we say we're going to do 20 grand this month, because right away, you know, here's our margin, boom, that's gone. Now we've got 10 and then rent is this, and this is this. So we have to do 20 in order to even Correct. pay you and profit. Correct. And if we don't give them the pieces to the puzzle, it actually does what we're trying to avoid when we yeah. don't give the information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the things I did, um, the heating system in the little building was, I mean, it was a cadet and a little AC unit and it just wasn't sufficient for what we're doing in here now. And I was like, okay, I, my paycheck this month is going to the new heating system. Mm, so it's yeah. just being transparent and even seeing some of my sacrifices for the business and not just, Hey, I'm writing myself a check over and over. Right. Um, it's being transparent in the health of it and why I do ultimately what we do. Right. Yeah. I love that. So you are a member of the boutique workshop. You've been in there for a lots of months, <laughs> a lot of months. We've got to know you. I, I didn't look how many, I think it's been almost a year. Yeah. I think you're coming up on a year. So you'll be yeah. a platinum member, which is awesome. I know. Did you see all the fun gift box we just shared? I have lots of platinum hair now. Platinum <laughs> member, platinum hair. I'll, yeah, I have yeah, platinum yeah. hair too. It's all hided and you know, hided, hid um, underneath my blonde. But um, <laughs> tell me what you think about the boutique workshop because you've been in the boutiques, but you've been in small business, you've been in retail. Why did you decide to join and why have you stuck with it? Well, you know, it's funny because my retail store taught me for the last uh, almost 15 years. And I'm now getting to the point where um, I have to learn my own and get in front of it. So before it was, um, oh gosh, I got to figure out how to do this. Now it's, I'm going to figure out how to do this to move the needle. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm yeah. more proactive instead of reactive. Yes. Open to buy. What, what was it open to buy? <laughs> yeah. I remember when I met you, you're like, um, I'm Wait, constantly what? getting in double inventory and I have so much stuff and I just buy the things. I remember that conversation. Well, I never had to, um, doing team apparel, somebody would come in, order their 12 shirts. You would order the 12 shirts, mark them and send them out the door. Yeah. Inventory management. What is that? I have never had to manage inventory. So, you know, the process of an open to buy was completely, I didn't know what it was. I think I had to ask you, what's OTV? Like, yeah. what? Yep. I had no idea. So um, I am definitely learning. I don't always get to be on the live um, coaching. Um, but again, I love my podcast time where it's um, undivided attention. I'm out for my walk. Um, it's quiet. Nobody's needing my attention. Um, right. I, it's I, you time. Yes. And I take notes. I pull up my notes app on my phone and I'm like, okay, sure. I gotta do this and I got to do this and I got to look up this. Um, so I would definitely encourage people to do something similar. Um, I have two screens on my computer. Um, often your space is the whole one. Side of <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> I better keep those grays covered. Right, yeah. Right. So usually the one side is Sierra and I can listen to it during lunch or um, just, you got to educate yourselves to get to the next level. You can't keep doing the same thing and expecting um, your bank account to change. 
Yeah. I didn't take a, I didn't even take a um, paycheck for the longest time. It's probably been since the boutique um, of the business that I'm like, why am I doing this for free? So right. I take the paycheck now. So it's kind of sacrificing in one part of the business to make sure that I pay myself. So yeah, wow, there's so much to learn, so much to learn. Yeah. And I love that you have a really hungry spirit for change and learning and growth. And that's such a key to success, just being willing to ask why and to know that it's a constant process and we have to be surrounding ourselves with good people that have good information and we just, we can't do it all on our own and be in our own head. Yeah. So we have, um, listening to the podcast, we have a big gamut of, you know, some people are just getting ready to start out. Some people like you have been doing this for 15 years, multiple locations. What's a word of advice that you would have for your fellow small business owner? Something that has really resonated with you or you feel like would be just a good thing for them to think on or push them forward? Um, I think for me, for a long time, I can do it all myself. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes giving up that control um, helps move the needle. Don't be afraid to reach out and um, hire out your bookkeeping. Um, let somebody take over some email and social media posts. Know where your lane is. Know what yes. you're good at. Don't be afraid to hire the housekeeper at home. Don't be afraid yes. to... Um, know what you're good at, stay in that, hire out what you can. Um, if it doesn't move the needle, try again. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely keep reaching out for more information. Keep reaching out and educate yourself in what others have done, what works, what doesn't. Um, also stay connected in your community. I run a few different nonprofits locally. It keeps me connected to know what's going on. Um, helping people know what we have to offer and just staying in communication. Um, so yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I love it. No, it's good. It's knowing your superpower. What are you really, really good at? And like doing everything you can to make sure you have the maximum amount of time for what you're good at and then hire or delegate the rest. Yes continue to learn and stay involved in your community, especially those of you who are in smaller communities. We can get really scared because like, oh, it's so competitive and I don't want everyone knowing what I'm doing, but you've got to have that abundance mindset instead that I'm going to give back. I'm going to be involved and it's going to work out instead of the scarcity mindset of I'm going to hold it all right here and I don't want to stay connected. Yeah. 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 I love it. Well, thanks for joining me today, Michelle. It was so much fun. We should have your manager on someday for an interview. That'd be fun. Yeah. You up for she it? Yeah. She said okay. yes. Okay. Yes. I think it would be really fun to hear from a perspective of an awesome team member that's working in a boutique that's growing, building, changing. So let's schedule that. I think that would be a great one. Where can everyone find you if they just want to see what you've got going on, what your brand looks like? You just redid your website. You have gorgeous pictures up there. Yes. Tell us where um, we can find you. We are Willapop Printing Boutique, so you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Also, our new space will be The Lodge on 7th, so um, that page isn't up yet. It should be soon, Okay, uh, but it's going to be fun to watch the transformation of a 1956 yes. Masonic Lodge into a retail space. So, Oh, uh, fun. 
Yeah, so we're excited to give it its own personality. So you can watch for that there too. Good. Okay, and we'll put the links um, in our show notes here so you guys can easily click and find. Reach out to Michelle if you guys have questions. She's a wealth of information. Thanks for giving me some of your time today. It was fun to chat. Thanks for having us. All right, we'll see you later. Hey, if you learned something today here on the podcast, then you have to come and check out the Boutique Workshop membership. This is my monthly group coaching program where we take all of the material that I talk about right here on the podcast, we break it down into bite-sized actionable steps, and we apply it. I want to invite you to come over and check us out. Go to theboutiqueworkshop.com and check out the Boutique Workshop membership. That's theboutiqueworkshop.com and check out my membership. See you there. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop podcast. Remember that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.